Hi, welcome to Ready to Scale Season 3. I'm your host, Ellie Perlman. I'm a real estate investor, syndicator, and operator of multifamily properties. And in this season, we're going to focus on dialogues that drive success. Building real wealth is not a fairy tale nor rocket science, but there's so much to learn. So grab a cup of coffee and join me each week for in-depth conversations with successful real estate investors. Conversations that are designed to help you drive your wealth, investment, knowledge, and lifestyle to the next level. And of course, you can always go to my website, elliperlman.com, to read more about investing passively in multifamily. everyone. Welcome to the High Achievers series. I'm Ellie Perlman and today we're going to talk about advanced real estate investing and wealth topics for ultra high net worth individuals, experienced investors, and family offices. And today on the series, we're going to talk about the, the top three most impressive strategies to boost NOI. And I took the liberty of naming it impressive because some of them are outside of the box thinking that we've developed over the years as sponsors and operators of multifamily properties. And some of them are pretty easy to do and they're very intuitive, but not many operators, not many owners actually do them. So let's start from the beginning. The first strategy on the income side would be, and it's a pretty, you know, uh, straightforward strategy that it took me a while to realize that that could be the right thing to do if you want to boost your NOI is increasing your fees. So normally sponsors and owners think, okay, if we need to boost the NOI, we need to increase income, we need to push rent. And the focus uh, is on pushing rent. Now, of course, that's part of the plan. That's part of what we do. We always increase or try to increase the rents. However, you're more likely as an owner, and it's important to know as a passive investor that when you invest in a deal, tenants are more likely to push against higher rents than they are against the fees. And I'll explain. When a tenant comes to a building, to the leasing office, they're sitting down, they're, you know, they're talking with the leasing officer or manager, they maybe walk the property with them, they walk a unit to see how the unit looks like, to see if they like it, and then they come back to the office and they start talking about rents. And so when they are receiving a sheet, it, the sheet actually has the different unit types and next to each unit type, there's the different price, the different rent. And in addition, there are multiple fees. So let's say the rent is $950 for one bedroom. And then in addition, there's one-time application fee, there's a dog fee, there are admin fees, and then once they become tenants, their pet rents, renter's insurance, and you know other could be utility fee and, and other fees. And so, for instance, what we've discovered is that once we take over management and we purchase the property, it's very easy to push the fees. And it looks like these are small amounts, but it actually, you know, over time, that's a significant increase to your NOI. 
So let's say right now for renter's insurance, you are charging, let's say, $12. Now, if you push it to $15 across 500 units over a year, that's a significant increase. And most tenants are not going to say, oh, I'm not going to rent here because renter's insurance is $3 higher. You might even be below market. So every time we buy a property, we call the other comps in here, the competitors, and we ask, how much do you charge per fee? So we know what the market is charging. So we know in some cases that we can increase those fees. Another option could be, you know, pests. So pest control, many times we bought a property that charged only 4 or $3 a month. Now, you push it to 5 or $7, you're not going to get a big pushback from tenants because it's, it's not a lot of money. But again, when you sum it up over you know, hundreds of units and over you know 12-month period, then all of a sudden you're starting to boost your income by 20K, 30K, 50K if you're creative. And that's why the first thing we do is that we just we look at every fee the one-time fees and, and the reoccurring fees, and we match it. We look at how much we're charging versus the market, and we increase those fees. You can also add new fees. So if your asset you know, has a pretty significant outdoor and indoor amenities, you can start an amenity fee. Many assets have Amazon lockers or any other locker system and they don't charge anything for it. So you can charge a fee for it. So if you're creative, you can actually add more fees and increase fees. And usually we don't get any pushback from tenants. So that's one way, one strategy to boost your NOI. Now, another strategy to boost your NOI is on the cost side. And of course we go, you know, we look at the cost and we're always trying to, to pay the right amount for the cost. But one tactic, one strategy that we have actually, and it's more of a tactic than a strategy, is to re periodically renegotiate with service providers. I'll give you an example. We take over a property, our asset manager hires a landscaping company. And because there's a lot of competition, there's a lot of companies out there that provide those services. Usually they're willing to give you a really good price just to get your business. Then over time, it doesn't make much sense for that business to give you the love and attention for the amount of money they offered. So they're starting to cart corners. They're starting to care less about your you know, property. And this is the time where you basically switch and bring another service provider, another landscaping company that is motivated to give you a good price and motivated to give you good service because you're basically, you know, a new client for them. So this way you're able to get someone who cares about the property because you're a new client to them. So you get the extra love and attention and you get also really, really good price because they really want your business. So if you change those service providers every four or six months and you keep asking are these guys the best guys for you know what we need if they keep providing good service and the price is good we're not gonna renegotiate but we never just hire one company and keeps them for five years we are always going to renegotiate prices renegotiate scope bring a new company and this way we keep the costs 
you know, low. So that's another strategy to boost the NOI. Now, the third one is rather, I would say, intuitive. And it's basically to look for anomalies and trends in our financials and detect the outliers. So what we do every month, we, re, we basically go over the T12 line by line. And we're looking at the change, the percentage change between each month. We're not looking at the dollar value because sometimes it can be tricky because with lower numbers or high, very high numbers, it, it can be, it's, you're not really going to notice some stuff, especially some trends, especially if the numbers are low. But we're looking for an increase or decrease you know, in expenses, for instance. So I'll give you some examples, of real life examples. We've noticed that the water bill on one of our properties slowly, slowly increased month over month. Now, if you look at the dollar amount, you know, you say, okay, $100, $200 higher. It didn't look much. But when you look at it from a percentage point of view, we're starting to see a really bad trend. And once you're looking at it this way, you're pausing and you're saying, wait a minute, what's happening here? Is the meter not reading correctly? Is there a leak that we need to detect? And lo and behold, we found, you know, a leak. So it took us a few months to understand what was happening. But if you're not looking at the numbers, you know, line by line, you cannot really pay attention to what drives your NOI down and how to make sure you're boosting the NOI. So we took care of that. Another real life example is trash bill was just really high compared to what we are used to in the market for a new property. And so we looked at the contract and then we realized that there are a few compactors around the property and maybe the property doesn't need six of them. Maybe it can do well with three. So once you cut the number of compactors by half, then the contract can be renegotiated. So we lowered that amount. So you, you reduce the number of compactors, for instance, and the anomaly was how the certain property trash bill, the, the amount of the trash bill compared to the competition, compared to the other assets that we've owned in, in the market. So that would be the third strategy to boost your NOI. Just look for those anomalies. It can also be on the income side. If you see there's a certain month that we were able to sign more leases, we were able to boost you know, the income or you know, income is increasing, occupancy is higher than we would have expected. Always ask yourself why. Not, don't ask yourself why only when something goes wrong, when expenses are high, when NOI is lower, but when good things are happening, that's also very important to ask why. What's the reason? What's driving this positive trend so we can learn and we can keep implementing it and keep doing what we're doing right and assuming it's not a seasonality, it's not a one-time thing. You want to make sure that you understand what's driving the anomalies, what's driving the outliers, the good one, the bad ones, you know, the positive and, and the negative, so you can understand the reasoning behind it and adjust your behavior accordingly. So just to sum it up, the top, you know, three most impressive strategies to boost your NOI from my own experience is to increase the fees. That's how you increase one of the ways to increase income. The other one is to periodically renegotiate service contracts 
The third one is to look for anomalies, look for trends and detect the outliers and adjust your behavior and your plan accordingly. That's it. This is again Ellie Perlman and I hope that that brought value to you guys. Stay safe, be well, and I'll see you on the next episode. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.